Hey, this is Turk182, and I've been asked by Kaz Media to tell you about the new book they have coming out by Devereaux Barker. Devereaux Barker had his first novel, Riot in Sector 27B, an almost true story of my life growing up in the Tarrington Projects, published at age 17. Riot in Sector 27B tells Devereaux's real-life story from the age of 12 to 15, but is set 73 years in the future. He won the Epoch Award for Best New Science Fiction Writer in 2017, and now he's back with his second book, Electric Life Eternal a fictional tale set in a world that comes dangerously close to being our own. In it, enforcement prosecutor Torrent Tory Jenkins' new case is one he can't close and he can't give away either. Camilla Isaac, a 33-year-old warehouse account manager from Ohio, has been arrested for a series of gruesome murders where the victims were skinned alive and electrocuted. Seven women and 11 men butchered in the name of God Genos. The evidence linking Camilla to the murders is irrefutable, but Tory knows something about Camilla that no one else at the department does. He knows the origin and secret truth of the two metallic-looking tattoos on the insides of each of her wrists. Tattoos just like the ones he has. Symbols of the members of the Electric Life Eternal cult. The Electric Life Eternal believe the human body is a hollow vessel, and eternal life lies in the digital realm. With their minds and bodies wired to microdrives, the members of the ELE can transfer their consciousness to one another. In order to save Camille's life and find the real killer, Tori has to expose a seemingly benign cult and show the world who they really are, but to do so means he has to expose himself and his past. Electric Life Eternal, the new book by Devereaux Barker, published by Kaz Media. Well, our moms think we're funny. Alright, hey, I'm a Comey. Hey everybody, this is Stroke 182. What is up, my bitches? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that if I had done like a natural response and you would be like, now i got to beep a bunch of stuff out. <laughs> so, I, I have a question. Um, what if he had actually said yes when he goes, do you bleed? What if he's like, yeah. <laughs> The way you said yeah there just made me picture Superman, but like played by John Heater. <laughs> Do you believe? Yes. <laughs> Especially if I get cut with a kryptonite spear. <laughs> it makes me think of the, the Serenity, which uh, you haven't seen yet. But there's the part where or where Mal is getting all angry, and he and, and Jane are in a fight. <laughs> he goes, he goes. You want to run the ship? He goes, hell yeah. He goes, well, you can't. <laughs> but yeah, what if, what if he had said yes? Like, do you bleed? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay then. Because <laughs> well, I'm... You get, get out of here. <laughs> Alfred, you think of something cool for me to say. <laughs> You fell down some stairs, Master <laughs> I fell down some stairs. <laughs> Wait, that was the wrong thing. <laughs> Alfred, stop talking for me. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, man, what, what, uh, what, are we, what are we doing today? So, I uh, figured we could just go over some uh, doofy hypotheticals that I've stumbled across online. And uh, we almost we almost kicked off into discussing one off mic. And I was like, you know, we might as well, we might as well just record it. Um, so, I, I came across... Uh, a, Twitter post, I believe it was, of somebody saying that um, 
They believed that Charlie was the wrong kid and Willy Wonka to inherit the chocolate factory. And uh, they made a, a pretty interesting case for Violet Beauregard, the chick who chews the gum, to have inherited the chocolate factory. So um, one thing they went off on was that, like, she has a lot of knowledge about candy and that she's always very obsessive about candy. So, you know, um, according to the movie, the gum was just her latest obsession and that, like, she had other stuff before that and that she actually got off of gum for a while to obsess over the Wonka bars until she found the ticket. So that says that so she, she's an obsessive compulsive. Uh, that's, I mean, probably so. Yeah. But it also says that she's really dedicated and that she's not so obsessive compulsive that she can't change her focus. She was able to move away from the gum and move into other stuff. So they brought that up as an argument. I'm not saying I agree with all this. I'm just saying this is the argument that they presented. Um, and while all the other kids, when they had shit happen to them, it was in direct disobedience to Wonka's orders. You know, uh, Eustace was told not to go into the Chocolate River. Mike was told not to shrink himself and go into the TV. Blah, 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 blah. And, of course... Um, I do believe that uh, that Wonka says, don't, stop. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he also said it was very dangerous. I can't remember. It's been a little while since I've seen it. It's been as long since I've seen Snowpiercer since I've seen uh, Wonka. Um, oh, that's right, because you, you were connecting the two of them. Yeah, yeah, the two movies are definitely connected. Um, but I, 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 I still want you to actually see Snowpiercer before we discuss that. But. Well, they got the Snowpiercer TV series. Oh, I didn't um, realize that. Yeah, it's coming out with... Um, <laughs> Is it still Chris Evans? No, 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 no. Remember oh. I told you it's that, that David guy? Oh, yeah. That I told you I saw open for the Flaming Lips and... Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but Jennifer Connelly's in it, man. Ooh. And, like... I, I, I Jennifer Connelly is yeah. a tasty side dish. Oh, my God, yes. But, you know, the thing is, like... I, don't, I hate the fact that recently she's been relegated to the older hot bitch like <laughs> like in, in battle angel, angel alita she was like she was like the 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 milfy like she wasn't well yeah she she had a, a kid but she, she was like the the hot milfy bitch and then in this one again she's coming across being the hot milfy bitch i'm like she's a great actor she can play more than that yes she is hot you know <laughs> yes she is milfy right but i'm like it's just jennifer connelly she was hot before she was milfy i mean Career yeah. opportunities, man. Just, if I were an actor and I got typecast oh. as the hot one, I would be so upset. Like, oh, there's more to me than just being hot, being the object of everyone's desires. What, what, what if you were like, like, like the hot stepdad? I'd be okay with that. Like the hot Kevin stepdad. Did you see how hot the chick was <laughs> in American Beauty? <laughs> I said the hot, hot Kevin stepdad. Oh, Kevin stepped in. Yeah, like Kevin Spacey. No, right? like, no? In, oh. like in. Like Kevin, you're my brother. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> I wouldn't be in a movie like that. I said you were the stepdad. <laughs> you know, you go fishing and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, but, um, so, uh, well, I'm sorry, what were we talking about? Where were we at here? Um, the, the Wonka theory. Were there other kids more qualified than Charlie at the end of it? Because, I mean, you already know, I think Grandpa Joe's a piece of shit. Yeah, Grandpa Joe's got his got his failings, and and then I but I think it's 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 the same kind of story you see anytime. It's like okay, here's a kid that that comes up right, and he gets he gets uh he comes into his own. In this case, he you know inherits the the Wonka factory by 
By being a good person. By returning the Gobstopper, but he also stole the fizzy lifting drinks. Well, he sampled it, but yeah, right, okay, but he did <laughs> Which that. was also because of Grandpa Joe. He wouldn't have stolen that if it weren't for Grandpa Joe, so this was more of him being a piece of shit, but still. But but what I'm saying is that he, he becomes, like, you know, rich through this, and then what happens is, oh, and well now his family wants to, are going to benefit. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, what you need to, oh, you know, I've always loved you, Charlie. Remember, I used to take care of you. You got to take care of me. You know, you know, I like good things. I want some Gucci and some Channel. Um, <laughs> yeah, your friends, they all come call and slap you on the back and say, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say please again. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, um. So, but that was, uh, my thing was from, uh, He Got Game with Denzel Washington Spike Lee movies. It's one of my, one of my favorite Spike Lee movies. Huh. But the girls, she's talking to, uh, the basketball player, Jesus Shuttlesworth. And yeah, all the people were, like, you know, coming out to like, oh yeah, we used to do this and do this. And she was like, she's like, come on, cause you know, I gotta look good for you and represent you. I need some Gucci and some Channel. And I'm like, <laughs> Channel? You mean Chanel? Chanel. If, you, if, you, if you can't pronounce it right, you probably don't need to have it. Um, um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yes, this is my Louis Vitton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? What did she say in um, in Showgirls? Versace. Versace. <laughs> I love that. Actually, Kanye West makes fun of that in a song. He goes, he's like past that Versace. <laughs> Versace. It's, it's awesome. I like it. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> so um, so he, he's going to be subject to that. Like all the old people that live in the house in the one bed and it's like now they're like oh well you know charlie we you know can't we have our own beds well yeah technically you can have your own beds if there's beds in there i don't know if there's beds in there um and but then it's not gonna be enough you know it's like remember charlie remember the time i used to do this and and remember how how i did this for you you know you gotta take care of us charlie and you know (laughs) you know you know take care grandma i used to take care of you (laughs) yeah but um yeah so so that kind of thing, I feel sorry for him. Now, should someone else have gotten it? So, okay, let's break it down. First, so first okay. off, you've got. Um, wow, you didn't even humor that one. No, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't going. That was, that was that was a bad beat, dude. That was that was like a store bought beat. I'm not. <laughs> Yes, because everyone knows that I'm I'm the the beatboxer of the group, right? <laughs> uh, excuse me. Um, what's your name? Irate Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you, then you need to. Uh, I, I mean, you're no damn Dougie Fresh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, you, you're 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 not even a. I'm barely even a lie, dude. <laughs> I would give you at least a snow. Okay. <laughs> You know Bismarck though, that's for sure. <laughs> um uh, Sorry. So you, you were gonna break it down before you got distracted by Mercy. <laughs> She's got the right name. Yeah, um, see, this is what I was talking about. He's wearing a Golden Girls outfit, see? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Ma, how many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> Don't invite Stan in. Um So We've got. Um, Let's just do this Augustus. in the order that they die. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna say. So we got we got Augustus, right? Augustus, Augustus no. <laughs> Augustus, save some room for later. So he's just a, he's just a glutton, but that's not really his fault, though. I will say that in his case, that's not his fault. It is his upbringing, yes. Right. So and 
And, you, and I think all well, I think in the case of most of the kids, it's not really their fault. It's more the parents' fault because they allowed them to get away with that shit. Yeah. So and because she's like Augustus, no, but don't, don't the Oompa Loompas address that a lot though? Yes, uh, yeah. The mother and the father, <laughs> which those the font comes up as very German in that part too. <laughs> <laughs> das Fräulein. <laughs> Oh, fewer. It's I've set up a party in this quad chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> the Americans will never find us here. Oh, look at chocolate stream. No, fewer. No, <laughs> that is Hans. Oh, oh my God, he's eating some chocolate. <laughs> We're retards. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the first colonel to miss it over radio waves. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was bad egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Theodore got what he wanted. What's that? Colonel Schweitzer went first. <laughs> So, um, so, so Augustus, right. She's telling Augustus, no, but obviously by the way, he's just ignoring her and she doesn't follow it up with anything like go and try to grab him or stop him. That's a hollow, like, you know, plea. Just Mm -hmm. like, you know, and, uh, and so, yeah, Augustus, you know, dies. So was he, was he the right person for the job? I would say no. Because yeah. he probably would have eaten them completely out of everything. You know, you, you would come in there a week later, he would have had fucking Oompa Loompas on a spit just roasting. <laughs> My thing is, is that he's not discerning on taste. Like, he's going to eat anything that's edible. Right. And so I think that's the problem with Augustus. Right. Like, raw, the, unprocessed chocolate. He's yeah. just, like, gobbling up. Well, like, his dad ate the microphone from the newscaster. I mean, that's, that's his upbringing, is if you can fit it in your mouth, you can eat it. So I just, I think that it would destroy the factory for him to take it. Probably. So yeah, he's he he's a big no from me, dog. Yeah, so I would I would go with that. You know, big no here as well. Um, so, uh, so who we have next? Um, hmm. Violet was Violet next. Yeah, has to be Violet. Yeah. So so then we have Violet, and he's talking about the 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 gum and. Um, and he's like, "Hey, we've got this gum and blah blah." blah. And she, I think she snatches it out of her, out of his hand, doesn't she? I think she does. Yeah. So yeah, that right there. Not only is she greedy, but <laughs> I mean, she he didn't offer it to her. He just she just snatched it, and he made it clear already when he gave him the everlasting gobstopper. You know, when they were like, "She got two. No, I don't." And he's like, "You know, everyone has one, and one is enough for everybody." Yeah. yeah. You know, but. But then she snatches this before anyone else can have one. And she's she's greedy, and well, the she, the argument was made for her online that gum is also her specialty. So she was enthusiastic about yes, this is something I know everything about. Uh, again, I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that was the argument but, that they okay. made for that. But gum, I, but okay, I'm I'm an expert in gum. You're an expert in chewing. Like what <laughs> what is what is that? You're an expert. No, that that's you. You can't be. 
an expert in gum. <laughs> and put and, and Wonka already addresses like that when with the nose picking thing is like that's a filthy habit and he goes I know a worse one and he looks at her with her like <laughs> so I mean he's already pretty much established that like yeah no that's that's not going down here well yeah. to be fair Wonka also plays mental fuck up games with people true and he's got this whole thing of like oh there's this elaborate thing of like oh the evil Slugmore or whatever his name is once Slugworth Slugworth I was close <laughs> I knew it wasn't Slughorn because he's from Harry Potter it was like you know he's he's playing all these like political games of like oh we're going to you know place temptation in the way of the children like like do this whole Garden of Eden thing of like here you go oh here's this nice juicy tree of knowledge of good and evil I'm just gonna put it right here <laughs> leave it unguarded oh take a walk now see ya what you do. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, oh yeah, oh, here's here's here you poor impoverished children have this billion dollar gobstopper, and here's this guy who's gonna come along and offer you any amount of money you can imagine for it. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so like... Wonka plays games to fuck with people. So here he's like, here's this gum I'm particularly proud of, and it's awesome. And oh, it's not quite ready yet, but this is really the shit. Here, look at it, but don't touch. I mean, of course she's gonna make a grab for it. But uh, I was gonna say it's like. Oh, you know, I just need to just take a break. Just gonna go down to the garden and walk around some, and just kind of, oh, you know, just, just, you know, just, just relax, just detox. And it was like, wait, what's this? An apple core? Adam! <laughs> <laughs> That's Adam. <laughs> but so, uh, so you. You have her, and, and she snatches the gum out. He didn't offer it to her. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're an expert at it. <laughs> I mean, so let's let's say I'm an expert boxer. I can't walk around and just punch people in the face see how well they take a hit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but and then, you could. I mean, what are they going to do? Well, if I'm an expert boxer, they're going to like fall. <laughs> right. So you can because I, yeah, I just yeah I can. I, I mean, can. worst case scenario, they might not fall and they might try to hit you back. But you're an expert boxer, so you'll dodge it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this is an absolute win. Then there's then there's a court case. <laughs> if you're an expert boxer, you can afford a good lawyer. With all the money you make from fighting, so saying so you fight great, but I'm a great fighter. Um, <laughs> it's that Simpsons episode where Homer is going to fight uh, Dredrick Tatum. Okay, and uh, and they're asking him about it. He's like, "Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know Homer, but you know, I'm going to make." orphans out of his children and it's like well you know they have a mother he's like yes but i just assumed that that she would die from <laughs> she would die from loneliness or something like that or she would die from shock oh <laughs> uh, uh, so so yeah i mean she she doesn't have the the willpower to not um to, to run a factory. Because, again, we're talking about not just taking it over, running. Which is really kind of big. I'm going to give this kid, like, this factory to run. Because you know all about business and stuff. Because, what? Weren't, weren't you in school just the other day learning poorly how to <laughs> how to do percentages? I'm like, okay, it's like, how many like how many Wonka bars did you eat, you know? It's like... Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Char- Charlie did have bad schooling. However, Violet's dad was a car salesman. He was a used car salesman. Used car salesman, but he was a business owner. He knows how to move a product, mover and shaker. 
but he's a used car salesman. That just screams right there that one, I'm a fuck up, and two, I'm going to cheat you. <laughs> Next thing you know, there's like sawdust in those Wonka bars. <laughs> Grandpa Joe commits insurance fraud. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh God, I can't work. For 20 years, I've been bedridden. Oh, you got a, a ticket to what now? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Let me just sashay about the room here for a few minutes. Uh, so yeah, yeah, they're, they're all kind of, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's any kid who's like fully qualified. I just thought the argument for Violet was like pretty strong. Okay. And I've, I've never liked Charlie. So, um, <clears throat> so I, I think it's safe for both of us to say that I, I don't think we would think that Veruca would. So Violet, Violet, oh, and Veruca? No, yeah, no, she's... no, no. I can't even imagine what that would look like. Um, I can't imagine what that would look like as far as uh, her being in charge. Well, the thing is, I think she would delegate very quickly. Because as soon as she realizes that there's no gratification in having to run a business and keep it successful, then she would just hire a manager and have somebody else do it. So maybe that wouldn't be the end of the world. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. it would be kind of bad for the economy because she would just, like, pocket as much of the profits as possible. Yeah, and that's the... That's the um... That, that's the, that's why I guess one of the bad parts about it is that she would do that. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean that that honestly, I mean that could kind of help force her to grow up. Of like, you know, you have a responsibility to this. You can't just let this die. So, ah, <laughs> uh, but but then her her dad like she would just be like, because remember he. He bought all those Wonka bars and then shut down production of his factory to make everybody open them up and then like watched over them like a fucking slave driver to mm-hmm. make sure they weren't going to steal it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a piece of shit too. Yeah, so I, just don't I, like I rich can't. People. I can't. You, it's like I, you clearly not choose the wine in front of him. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, it's just the problem of the rich. And so, um, lastly, we have what Mike TV, right? Mike TV, yep. So, Mike TV... He's violent. <laughs> he's violent and... Impulsive. And his his parents are assholes. And I, I'm going to say this now. Some people will be like, whoa, but, you know, there's a lot of people that do that and I do that. But he makes that, that motive like, you know, uh, the cap gun is like, yeah, I want a real gun. But dad says I can't have one until I'm like 12 or something like that or yeah. 10. And it's like, well, he doesn't need that kind of... I mean, he's already fake shooting a gun at reporters. If he had a real gun, he would have probably killed every people in this room. <laughs> I mean, if he had a real gun and that contest came out, he would have been, like, just robbing stores for fucking Wonka bars, man. He would have walked up in there and just slaughtered everybody in the Wonka factory. He's like, they used to hunt poor Oopaloo. He's like, that sounds like a good idea. He's like, <laughs> he's like run, orange bitches, run. <laughs> drive, Oopa, drive. <laughs> and then he's, an, he's another guy. Like, he's, like, in his own little fantasy world thing about... Um, with the, the whole, like, oh, yeah, I know how this works, and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, you, you think you do, but you, you don't know how this shit works because, you know. <laughs> what is it what Wonka says to him after he explains the way TV works? He's like, you should open your mouth more when you speak or something right, like yeah. that. <laughs> I think it's like, you should open your mouth wider when you speak. <laughs> it's like the the most ball-busting thing you could possibly say to somebody. <laughs> it's like, I'm so, wait, let's start off with it. I'm sorry, I'm going to trifle death in this, death in this ear. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, Wonka's such a fucking psychopath. Now, I will say this. 
one of the things that makes Charlie more deserving than everybody else, um, Violet, so Augustus, you know, he is drinking from the river he's not supposed to, falls in, gets sucked in the tube, okay? Violet grabs the gum and he's like, you know, and when she starts like turning blue, she doesn't spit the gum out, <laughs> which may have stopped that whole process, but she doesn't. She continues to chew the gum. Okay. Then we go to Veruca, who's like raging all over the place and you know, she's just tearing shit up. That's the other thing why she can't be in charge. Yeah, one thing yeah. goes wrong and she's going to start tearing that whole place up. Yeah. So no, you can't have her. Uh, and then, you know, she sits on the, on the thing and, uh, uh, and, you know, she goes down, you know, <laughs> into the furnace that it's maybe lit every other day. Charlie's the only one that shows concern for any of them. That asks, I mean, each time when somebody disappears, Charlie's the one to ask, are they going to be okay? There is that. Everyone else. And so then we get Mike. Mike gets shrunk down. And of course, he's completely happy with it. <clears throat> but he gets, he gets shrunk down. So all of them kind of suffer these gruesome fates. Wonka is aware that Charlie and Grandpa are gone. Because when they show back up, he kind of gives like a look. And he's like, oh, they're back. He was not expecting them to come back. Mm-hmm. He knew where they went. Because there's only, there's only one room they could have gone into they hadn't already been in. Yeah. He was not expecting them to come back. When they did, though, either they didn't touch anything, which he knows that they did, but they were smart enough, even though it was accidental, to figure out how to save themselves. Mm. So that's that's a decent argument. Right. And, and then, after all of that, after all of that, um, he gives back the gobstopper. Now, that's what, what makes him say, you know, you know, was it a, uh, like a beacon of light in this, like, weary world? And then he, um, and then he's like, Charlie, you did it. You did it. Like, you're the one in all this. But the other thing about that is he specifically chose all those people, including Charlie. Mm hmm. Because um, Slugworth is there. He's like, no, that's Slugworth. So like, no, that's not Slugworth. He goes, you know, this is, I don't know, Joe Handybow or whatever it is. <laughs> this is Cranberry <Christopher laughs> Fuckboy. Right. Um, and he's like, no, he's like, you know, he's okay. He works with me. But he was there each time somebody found a ticket. So Wonka knew exactly where each one of those tickets were going mm-hmm. because Snowpiercer. Yeah. <laughs> um, because he planted them all there and he sent. Slugworth, or the man pretending to be Slugworth, there to each one of them to offer them, you know, the, uh, to offer them the, uh, uh, if you, if you steal the everlasting gobstopper, yeah. um, then, and, and you bring it to me, all that stuff. So he set each one of them up. That being the case, he knew each one of them were gonna fail. Yeah. Except Charlie. Because Wonka's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I think though, he was a little... What makes Charlie better than everybody else is that, one, I think that Wonka was slightly disappointed when Charlie and Grandpa went off, which you attribute to being Grandpa's fault, not Charlie's fault. Yeah. I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute, but I'll let you finish your thought here. But then he redeems himself by... by, you know, by saying, hey, I'm sorry, you know, here, take this. Mm-hmm. I can do something that you, you've clearly like I made a mistake you're going to hold that against me and and I think that's part of like his rage 
at that was Wonka had taken a lot of time. So, you know, he's been in isolation for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you have to imagine that during that time, he was laying out this whole plan and putting it all together to be like, I got, let me, let me scour the earth, send all these people out there to kind of see who am I going to pick for this. Right. And so he's been spending years doing that and putting everything in place and finding probably the worst possible children, which may still have some redeeming qualities. So just because they're bad in one regard doesn't mean that they may not have anything. I think each one of them also probably represents a sin. Like mm-hmm. Augustus would be gluttony and then, um, Violet would be, uh, greed. Uh, yeah, I guess greed and gluttony are different. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, Mike would be wrath. Uh, or no. Murder. Huh? Murder, right? Well, we're talking sins. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking Ten Commandments. I'm trying to remember the seven deadly sins. Um, so, he, so I, well, I guess Veruca could technically, would technically be wrath. And yeah. then, um, Augustus would be, would be gluttony. Um, uh, see, uh, Hold on, let me just Google the seven deadly sins I used to have memorized. Uh, Come on, man. We're only like throwing on on a podcast here. We're working on it. Not, not some god dang anime. I want to see the real thing. One of the seven deadly sins, BibleInfo.com. Uh, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride. So I would I would give um I would say that Violet would be envy, mm-hmm. because she has she she has to get something before anybody else. I think she's the one that's like, hey, you got two, you yeah. know. So I would say she'd be envy again. Uh, Augustus would be gluttony. Mm-hmm. Um, Veruca would be would be wrath, mm-hmm. and then um, Mike would be what's what are they again? Uh, lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, pride. I would probably put him as um um. Lust. You think? I'd say because he has a lust for violence. That works. Um, Grandpa Joe would be sloth. <laughs> yeah, he definitely would be. Um, <clears throat> but they begin though, it goes back to the parents, you know, Veruca's father giving her everything she wants, you know, just placating her. Because even, he's, I mean, he's, he's completely whipped. You know, the whole time she's like, Daddy, blah, blah. He's like, yes, yes, Vres Veruca. Mm-hmm. And even his wife is kind of the same way. Mike's parents obviously just kind of let him run roughshod. And then they're like, because when they're sitting there watching, I mean, the cameras are there in their house. They're sitting there in front of the TV, you know, with their TV trays eating dinner. Then And they're they're so, fi- even he's fixated on the TV. He's not even paying attention to what's going on around him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then, you know, uh, I see I'm trying to think, where was, where was Violet when she got the news? Because she's even chewing gum on that thing. It's like, she won't even take it out of her mouth to do this. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, so he specifically chose each one of them. She was outside when they were doing the news article with her. He chose each one of them. She was at her dad's to, car lot. Okay. To, uh, because just because they, just because they, they have a, a flaw doesn't mean they couldn't still be good people. Um, and then he picks Charlie, the one that he feels represents all good, but then maybe there's something about Charlie that, that he's not seeing. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Charlie's full of pride. I mean, well, not pride in the one sense, but it's, it's the fact that he doesn't have all this stuff. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe, maybe he could be envy. And, yeah. um, and then that would make, um. Violet would be pride because she considers herself an expert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. So there, so the, you've got those people there, each one representing something different, but, but as where everyone else seems like they have more, 
and Charlie doesn't see what he has compared to everybody else because he doesn't have anything. The only thing he really has is like the love of his mom, but he doesn't. But because of everything that she does, and you know, like she's always like you know work. What she? I mean, she she brings clothes home to wash. Mm-hmm. Is she washing clothes like in the at the house? Yeah, yeah. So so she's always like she's always working. So he can't even really get that. Um, and so I think Wonka was a little disappointed when he did steal the fi- steal the fizzy lifting drink, and and I think that his anger at him was genuine at that point because yeah. he's like you disappointed me. I spent all this time. It's like four hours. Um, um, <laughs> he spent all this time putting all this together and crafting it, expecting that expecting the other ones to fall away, but to find one. And I think he was putting his hopes in Charlie. Only for him to disappoint him too. Yeah. That that really upset him. But then Charlie redeems himself by saying, you know what? Even though I'm envious of what everyone else has that I don't have. And this one thing right here can give me all of that and more. No, I'm I'm not. Because that's not the right thing to do. If I'm going to have that, I'm going to have to earn it. Okay. And I will say that this actually cuts off one more argument that I was going to make. Against Charlie, that you just kind of like pre uh, preemptively shut it down. Which I was going to say that because he caved into Grandpa's insistence that they try the soda, that he was weak willed, but he was not so weak willed that he didn't give back the gobstopper. So, well, I would say in that instance, Grandpa's saying do something, and Grandpa's his elder. And if Grandpa's saying it's okay, he's a freeloading mook. Fuck Grandpa Joe. <laughs> okay. But, but, but if, if Grandpa's saying it's okay, why would I? Why would I go against that? Why? Why would I think it's not? Even though I'm like, um, yeah, this doesn't seem right. But Grandpa's saying it's okay, so I guess it can't be all bad. Uh, I don't know. I just. Uh... <laughs> I just take Grandpa Joe. That's all. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> not saying I'm not saying, saying Grandpa Joe was Joe's wrong. I'm saying that Charlie's not wrong for following him. It's because yeah, this doesn't seem right. But again, all my morals and values so far have come from Mom and Grandpa Joe and Grandpa <laughs> Dave and and Grandma Sue and Grandma like like pisses the bed. I don't, I don't know what her name is. <laughs> but look if if Grandpa Joe. Jenny from Forrest Gump and Hitler were all in a room and I only had two bullets, I would shoot Grandpa Joe twice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would see if I could somehow line them up. <laughs> Ooh, look at me, I'm talking to Joe, oh, Mr. Efficiency. I would create some kind of like weird, like Rube Gerg Goldbergian Schrodinger's cat kind of thing. Like, like I'm gonna shoot Grandpa Joe. Right? And if he dies, then that's gonna set this thing off right here. And Hitler's gonna fall and he's like and break his neck, which is I well, that, find that, some way. That spry tab dancing motherfucker will just dodge the bullets. So. <laughs> you know, no, you know what? Okay, so <laughs> if Grandpa Joe, Hitler, and Jenny from Forrest Gump were, oh, were all in the same room, I would shoot Hitler and Grandpa Joe. Because Jenny's got age. She's going to die. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to put her out of her misery. (laughs) Suffer, bitch. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) We've 
already talked about how much we hate Jenny. Yeah, Jenny's she's a piece a, of shit. She is. She's a real piece of shit. No, you know what? I would, sh- I would shoot Grandpa Joe twice and I would somehow convince Hitler that she was pure blood Aryan and he should have sex with her <laughs> <laughs> multiple times and that he didn't need to use protection. <laughs> oh, come on. You know Hitler didn't use protection. <laughs> Never once. That's what I would do. <laughs> Jenny is blonde hair, blue eyed, right? Yeah, she okay. is. It would be, it'd be doable. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I, I, I think that covers it. Um, I mean, what? Uh, just Wonka is a disturbing dude, is all. So, what does you know? They don't tell you at the end of that is what happened to Wonka. I, I envision that that they were expecting him to leave, and he's still there. But like, <laughs> But like, since he doesn't have any duties anymore, he's like walking around in like a house coat and slippers. <laughs> and they're like, he has like a bowl of Captain Crunch and newspaper. Yeah, right. It's like, uh, 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 Willie. Oh, so it's Willie now. It's no longer Mr. Wonka. Now that you've got the coat, great. I was just wondering, um, if today was going to be the day you're going to look for your own place. Oh, oh, you want me to leave? I just. <laughs> I just had to give you my house and for nothing and, and and you 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 want me to leave? I can't even have just this one small room over here. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry that I gave you everything and that you just expect me to go and maybe I'll just find a nice little nice little hovel of a shack somewhere, maybe maybe wash clothes to earn a living. You know, that seems like a decent thing for someone to do is to just wash clothes for rich people to earn a living. What do you think, Charlie? Is that a decent thing for people to do, huh? for it to earn a living in this world? No, I mean, no. I guess yeah, you, you can you can you can stay in the room. Thank you, thank you, Master Charlie, so much. So we we've talked before about Wonka being a psychopath, and you know he's not worried about any of these kids, most of which probably died. Yeah, pretty much guaranteed. And you know he doesn't exhibit any fear. But one thing that I never realized before. Is with the gum that turns Violet into a blueberry. He'd been testing that shit on Oompa Loompas. They're just totally expendable to him. I wonder if the Loompa Loompas were all orange beforehand. It's a good question. They weren't in the books. Because they could have been peach pie. And then he was like, well, peaches <laughs> turned them short and orange. So maybe we'll switch over to blueberry. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, like, I, I'd never realized that, but the Oompa Loompas are completely expendable to him. Yeah. Even though he talks about, oh, taking care of them, and he took them out of the scary jungle, but it's like, yeah, so you can fucking experiment on them. Yeah, pretty Piece much. Of shit. <laughs> yeah, we missed that song where it's like, Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Doo. I'd get the hell out of here if I were you. Oompa. You know what it is? Is you've got to play the Oompa Loompa song backwards, and then it's like Wonka's a madman. Help us, save us. It's like you see if you play this, if you play the song backwards, like Wonka's evil. Don't buy his candy. Wonka's evil. Don't buy his candy. Scrumdiddly umptious bars are people. Kill Wonka. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> hey, Oompa Loompa, let's kill off Wonka and still have his chocolate candy. <laughs> I love the idea that they're just backmasking all these horrible messages. <laughs> 
I can't wait for for someone to drop that like that hot ass Oompa Loompa mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, it's like here they are. It's like you know, like the like Chocolate Factory's very own Oompa Loompas in their first CD, straight out of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Ugh. Fuck Willy Walker comes straight from the underground. We're like, oh, that's the hot shit, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you seen that meme about the fuck the police song where it was like, you know, if if cops were really all that good, they wouldn't have written a song called Fuck the Police because, you know, you've you noticed that there's no songs out there called Fuck the Fire Department or Fuck the Paramedics, right? Um, well, that's not true. Oh, no. <laughs> because in the episode of Cleveland Show, um, like Roberta's boyfriend, uh, voiced by Jamie Kennedy, uh, had a song called uh, "Firefighter Killer." <laughs> that was the one with with Kanye, Kenny West, and Kenny the, and, uh, and the house ended up catching on fire, and the firemen come and they put the fire on. He's like, "Man, I was so wrong about you. You guys are lifesavers, unlike the like paramedics or something like that." <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah yeah i mean so so i guess if you count that if you count that you've got one against firefighters you've got one against police uh flavor flav did 911 was a joke so you got one against the paramedics um <laughs> and yeah i don't um uh, well you, you know what you, you know what you haven't seen yet is like 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 fuck seismologists you know <laughs> <laughs> Geologists. Yeah. yeah, you always want to tell me about an earthquake after it's happened, right? I mean, at least, at least, like the 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 tornado guys are trying to, to be able to predict when a tornado is going to happen. Seismologists never want to predict when an earthquake is going to happen. They always want to tell you about how strong it was afterwards. You know, that's like when you go to like the doctor and you're like, yeah, look, they got a pretty pretty bad break there. Like, yeah, no shit, the fucking bone sticking out, man. I think I can look at that and judge that on my own. And it's like seismologists, like, yeah, it was a pretty bad earthquake. Like, really? All the all the all the buildings that fell over, they, the big gaping hole in the ground, the tsunami that didn't that didn't tell anybody before then. Thank you very much, fucking seismologist. Oh man, yeah. Now they need a fuck you song. <laughs> we we should do it. Let's let's drop diss tracks for uh, seismologists and archaeologists and dentists. Oh yeah, archaeologists. You know what? All, you know what all archaeologists are is they're they're just they're they're male like horrible women. <laughs> and I, 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 did, I didn't want to say like women in general because they, you know that's just just a stereotype and it's just bad. You know, uh, but you know, like the, like the, the horrible women that always want to bring up shit from the past and it constantly put it in your face. Remember this time? <laughs> right. That's, that's all archaeologist is. He's just a male version of that. Not, <laughs> not that they can't be female archaeologists, but I'm thinking more of like Indiana Jones kind oh, of yeah, thing. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, it's like, remember this? Remember how you thought that these people were all dead? Or remember how you thought, you know, the mines disappeared? Well, look what I found, huh? <laughs> I'm going to put it in your face there. It's like, yeah. See, that would be my primary thing, though, is Indiana Jones. I would use that as, like, you know, in a diss track, it'd be like, you know, fuck you, archaeologists, because Indiana Jones convinced us that you're cool and you're not. That's right. Just a bunch of jerks feather-dusting dirt off of bones and shit. You know what the thing I hate about, uh, I really, really hate about archaeologists, and this is, like, this is, you know, the truth. This is just, like, me, like, raging against, like, chess or something. You know what I really hate about archaeologists? Is archaeologists go... Into um, the archaeologists go into like a a foreign country, 
and they start digging around. They're like, oh, look, I found the ruins of this ancient civilization. Uh, now I'm going to take it back to my country. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, stop right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, we let you in here to help find this stuff because you thought it was your passion. Now you're going to take it over to your country and put it on display just like all those like egyptian artifacts and stuff that are like in the the like the louvre and shit but like those don't belong to you you took them from our country mm-hmm. they were ours you came to our country and like we found this imagine if imagine if if i came to your house and i started digging around in your backyard and found like all the toys that you buried and lost and they were like these are mine now i found them and it's like no you found them in my backyard you said you could help me find i thought we were going oh hey look we found this together like no and they and then they make like think about about all the places like the smithsonian shit they have these sarcophagus and stuff and they they have all this merchandising that they sell off of that you go here buy our book of like great sarcophagus, <laughs> the pyramids of Egypt. And then you can get this, like this, Oh look, you can get this take home Rosetta stone and all this stuff. And, but the Egypt, you go to Egypt, they don't have any of that shit. And it's like, this is the place that actually it came from. You stole it from them. Well, Egypt's got the pyramids. They're fine. They're not really, they're not really fine. They're fine. They'll yeah. live. Fuck Egyptians, man. Uh, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like I'm like I'm like wow. This is gonna be the fourth track on my diss album. Yeah, Egyptians. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> what's the deal even with them? They, they, you would not have a Turk One Eight Two as a guest on that album. <laughs> no, I, I need you there to be like, no, they're really not that bad. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's never even met an Egyptian. <laughs> oh, so. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> So yeah, that that fuck archaeologists, man. You can't do that. You can't give permission to come into my country and like dig up shit. Yeah. And the thing is, they dig up a lot of stuff. And it's like, I think it's over here. Dig it up. Nope, it's not there. You 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 put that dirt back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, oh okay. No, I'll take oh, care yeah. of it. Yeah. But yeah, well, I know it's a little bit short from what we typically do, but we should wrap this one up because we've we've had a let's watch fall into our lap. Ah uh, yes, yes we have. So. It's it's been fun. This is this has been enlightening. Yeah, and, and yeah, I guess sometime in the future we can um, we can rage about other uh, like fields of uh, study <laughs> that that we don't care for. Yeah, we, well, we've already freaked out on doctors in a previous episode. So yes, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, doctors now archaeologists. Chess players. Yeah, chess players. <laughs> you know. And uh, I, I mean, I, and I can tell you right now, which I'm not alone in this, so it's not like it like this going to be something unique, but um. What's what's that uh what's that bullshit sport that's in the Olympics? Um curling? Yeah, curling. <laughs> Fuck curling, man. Fuck, I mean come on. Really? Really? And the thing is, skateboarding is not an Olympic event. But curling is? Yeah. What the fuck is that? All it is is shuffleboard on ice. How is that an Olympic event? There is no, no one trains. What do you do? You, you you walk around like sweeping up people's houses, that's how you train for curling? But, but skateboarding is actually a true athletics. And that's not an Olympic event. Yeah. But curling is. I'm sorry. If you're a middle-aged housewife or, <laughs> or house husband, right, and, and you make it to the Olympics with no trade, like, this is what you do? Like, yeah, like, I've got, like, diabetes out the ass, right? But I'm an Olympic athlete. And here you got this guy over here, got goddamn Tony Hawk, who, was, <laughs> who can't make it to the Olympics because... Curling's an Olympic event, and that's not no, <laughs> oh, poor no. Do do we not remember how the Olympics started? <laughs> right. right? 
And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Fuck curlers. <laughs> but yeah, we, we will get into that in another episode. But anything you can play at home in your hallway or kitchen is not an Olympic event. You don't see fucking surfers in their kitchen and like, oh, I'm going to fill the bathtub up with water and then jump in here on my surfboard. <laughs> like, no. I mean, yeah, technically, there are a lot of people that do practice the boxing in their home, but that's not sanctioned events. <laughs> yeah. That's sometimes called domestic violence. <laughs> yeah. And that swings both ways, people, men and women. <laughs> anyway, we, we do have to wrap this, no. <laughs> We have to wrap this up. We're not going to be able to do our let's watch. So, anyway, thanks for giving us a listen, folks. Uh, yeah, Zang, yo. <laughs> Later. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.